Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome, just Antoine here with Daily Living with Proverbs. Today, we're going to be looking at Proverbs 14. And we really want the Lord to speak to our hearts today so that we will be able to navigate this life that we have been so generously given the right way. We want to maximize our potential uh, in this in this um, day and time, right, in which we live. And so the Proverbs, the book of Proverbs is loaded with information that will assist us in our daily living. And so let's take a look at Proverbs 14 today. The wise woman builds her house, but her own hands, the foolish one tears it down. So it's, it's really up to the individual how their house is built. If, you, if it's built with wisdom, then it's, it's going to stand. If it's built with foolishness, it's going to be tear, torn down. And so we have to be very wise in building our houses. Whosoever, whoever fears the Lord walks uprightly. So if you fear the Lord, it will be shown in the way you conduct yourself. But those who despise him are devious in their ways. Okay. So our faith, our trust is demonstrated in our walk. Our faith speaks. A fool's mouth, verse three, lashes out with pride but the lips of the wise protect them. Isn't that something? You can tell wisdom when, when a person is quiet. Sometimes that denotes, and very oftentimes that denotes that they're wise. But it says here that a foolish mouth or a fool's mouth lashes out with pride. And it's all about them, right? And they're puffed up in their own mind. But the lips of the wise protect them. You say things that that is driven by wisdom, then you find yourself protected. Where there are no oxen, the manager, excuse me, the manger is empty. But the strength of an ox comes, come abundant harvest. And so you need, in other words, it's a tool. You need a tool, a vehicle that will bring you a harvest. And if you don't have a vehicle that will bring you a harvest, you will be empty. You won't have what you need. And so we need to make sure that our lives are tied to the right vehicle, right? He'll give us vehicles that will produce 
we shouldn't line, align ourselves with vehicles that will produce. We need to be productive citizens in the kingdom of God. We need to be productive citizens in our own state and country that we live in, right? And we need to be productive citizens of the world. And so we have to have the right tools to do that. And if you're without an ox uh, in this illustration, then you don't have, you have an empty manger, right? Because you're not producing, because you haven't planted in the, using the right tools. Man, that's rich. <laughs> I hope you all get it. Uh, verse five, it says, an honest witness does not deceive but a false witness pours out lies, stuff that just don't match up, you know? And we want to make sure that we want to be an honest witness to the accounts that things hurt. You know, sometimes we just need to be honest. Hey, you know what? I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like how this feels. I don't, I don't, I didn't understand it. I didn't like it when it was happening, but it, it yielded great fruit from it, right? The chastisement of the Lord is not, uh, it doesn't come with joy, <laughs> but when it's exercised, it yields some things into your life that will be very beneficial. And so we, we need to be honest when we report, hey, how we felt when things were going on. And sometimes we don't recall, but if you can recall and record things that go on in your life and and be able to reflect the right way and give the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help you, God, it, it, it helps. It helps. Um, verse six, the marker seeks wisdom and finds none, but the knowledge comes easy to the discerning. Knowledge comes easy to the discerning. That, that person that will uh, just look into matters and and be able to have that sixth sense, uh, the use of the Holy Spirit, uh, the Holy Ghost to assist you and aid you in discerning um, what what is right and what is wrong, what is truth and what is false, right? Verse seven: Stay away from a fool, for you will not find knowledge on their lips. Stay away from a fool because the knowledge that you will find, it won't be rich, right? It, it won't be anything of value. So you want to stay away from that. Verse eight, the wisdom of the prudent is to give thoughts to their ways. Mm. But the folly of fools is deception. You know, it's been tough on me. <laughs> and what I mean by that, I've been really monitoring my ways. I've been really monitoring my thought pattern. And it's not an easy thing to do, right? To scrutinize yourself. It's not an easy task, but it's very necessary if you want to be found prudent. If you want to be found wise, you have to give thought to your ways. Verse nine. Fools mock at, at making amends for sin, but goodwill is found among the upright. You, you, you want 
not to be so critical with others. Even if you have arrived to a certain level, you want to always have mercy on those that have not arrived as of yet. Okay. And have give them space to err, right? And and you know, assist them in their error if they will allow you to. It says, verse 10 says, each heart knows, and I'm reading from the NIV today, each heart knows its own bitterness and no one else can share its joy, right? And so God, you know, people say oftentimes that, you know, God knows my heart. And what I've found is, you know, when they say in that, they're normally justifying why they are doing something that they shouldn't be doing. However, God says that we can know our own heart because he says, wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart is also. And he also says, out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth is going to speak. So if you monitor what you say and you monitor what you do with your monies, <laughs> you can find out where your heart is. Okay. And so that's, you can know your heart as well as the Lord knowing your heart. All right. Verse 11, the house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the up, upright will flourish. You got to realize that there's a benefit for being upright. There's a benefit for doing things the right way you know, doing things God's way. There's a benefit. And the more that we realize that and operate in uprightness, we'll find that the things that are around us and where we encamp at night, we will find rest and we will find it flourishing as thus said the Lord. <laughs> Verse 12, there is a way that appears to be right, but the end it leads to death, or another version says destruction. It might appear to be right, but you got to have that discernment. You have to have that sixth sense to know if it's right or not. And God will, he will convict you when things are not right, right? And you got to be sensitized to his leading and his prompting. And, and discern that, hey, this is not what the Lord wants me to do, or I need to pause it to see what the Lord will have me to do. He said, if we acknowledge him in all our ways, he will direct our path. He not maybe might or should. He said, I will. And so I just believe the report of the Lord. Even in laughter, the heart may ache and rejoicing may end in grief. Sometimes we don't know how to handle certain things, right? And if we just be committed to know that God's commitment to us will work everything together for our good, then we can have joy in the midst of the storm. And now that's a, that's a tall order, right? It's, it's, 
It's better, it's easier said than done, but we have to grow to that and we have to know that. And when we know that, then we realize that, you know, it, it's not going to always feel good. It's not going to always be good, but it's always going to work together for my good. Verse 14, the faithless will be fully repaid for their ways and the good rewarded for theirs. Okay, because so there's always a consequence to our actions, whether they are good or bad, right? But there is a consequence. And I, I know that I used to think all consequences were negative um, or I just put a negative connotation on consequences, but there's positive consequences. And so um, you want to be rewarded for, you want to receive those rewards for your, for good, for the good that you do. The simple believe anything, verse 15, but the prudent gives thought to their steps. Oh my goodness. What's guiding me? What's What's causing me to react this way? I say this often. Thoughts lead to feelings. Feelings lead to actions. Action leads to results. If you want to change your results, you have to monitor your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. And when you monitor your thoughts, feelings, and actions to do the right things, to think the right way, to feel the right way, then you'll find that you'll have better results and you'll have a better life. Verse 16, the wise fear the Lord and shun evil, but a fool is hot-headed and yet feels secure. How can you feel secure in your hot-headedness when you just go off and fly off the handle? That means you're out of control. And I don't know about you, I want to be in control at all times. I, want to, I don't want to give another um, power to control my, my attitude, my disposition, right? One of my daily declarations is I'm the least offended person on the planet. And I don't want to be offended because an offended brother is harder to be one than a strong city. And so it's hard to settle you down when you've been offended. And so if you determine not to be offended, then guess what? You determine to be in control of your life. <laughs> All right. Verse 17, a quick temper person does foolish things and one who devises evil schemes is hated. And so we got to get to that point that we don't do evil. We don't be quick tempered, right? We be settled in who we are and, and know what, what's the right things to do in any given situation. Why? Because you can ponder, you can, you can pause and, and let the Lord minister to you. Let that sixth sense kick in the Holy ghost. Hallelujah. A quick tip verse 18, the simple inherit folly but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. And God says, I'm going to give you more if you take time and monitor your thoughts and monitor your ways and, and just take your time and, and want to do the
the right thing in every situation. And measure yourself, measure your thoughts, measure your actions, measure your uh, results, measure your actions. Verse 19, the evildoers will bow down in the presence of good and the wicked at the gates of righteousness. And so God says that I'm going to have folk bowing down to you if you do right. They ain't going to want to, but they ain't going to have no choice. Why? Because he's put it in his word and he watches over his word to perform it to make it good. The poor are shunned in every, even by their neighbors, but the rich have many friends. It is a sin, verse 21, to despise one's neighbor, but blessed is the one who is kind to the needy. God says, I'm going to bless you when you're kind to the needy. I'm going to take care of you. Verse 22, do not those who plot evil go astray, but those who plan what is good finds love and faithfulness. Wow. See, I'm in a position to really help a lot of people. And one of my daily planning that I do in my subconscious mind is that billions of people are going to be blessed through my uh, innovations. Uh, and then there's going to be countless of people help through my just being associated with me. I believe that. I say it on a daily basis. And so you got to know when you do right by people, God going to take care of you. Why? Because he loves people. And when you love what God loves, you in a good place. <laughs> my little Texas twang right there. Verse 23, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads to par only poverty, leads only to poverty. He said, put some action about, behind your talking and you'll get a profit. The wealth of the wise is their crown. But the folly of fools yields folly. So if they got if they got evidence of goods behind them, right, sustainable goods, then you can trust that they're doing something right. Verse 25, a truthful witness saves lives, but a false witness is deceitful. Even when the truth don't feel good or it may not give you that early gratification that we oftentimes look for, it can save lives by you just doing the right thing, being truthful. Verse 26, whoever fears the Lord has a secure fortress. And for their children, it will be a refuge. So God says that I will protect your children because you walk uprightly, because you do the right things, because you fear the Lord. 
and, and trust him. Verse 27, the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning a person from the snares of death. God said, I'm going to protect you from the snares of death when you fear me. I'll show you. I'll show you. Don't walk that way. Uh-uh. That's dangerous. Don't talk to them. Don't deal with that person. Verse 28, a large population is a king's glory, but without subjects, a prince is ruined. If you don't got nobody following you, you can't lead. You got to be to be a leader. You have to have somebody following you. <laughs> and God says a king, if you operate as a king, you have a great population, a large population. Verse 29, whoever is patient has great understanding, but one who is quick tempered displays folly. When you can exercise patience. Man, I got to work on that. I'm still a work in progress. <laughs> but exercising patience, it shows your trust, who you trust in, what you trust in. A heart at peace gives life to the body. But envy rots the bones. Ooh God says when your heart is at peace, it it releases health to your body. And when you are envious, it destroys your body. It destroys, it rots your bones, he says. And so uh, I was reading a book called Limitless by Jim Quick. And he talked about in the book that um, when you're indecisive, that it, it, it releases some endorphins in your body that's not good for you and so indecisiveness even indecisiveness can be ruined to your body and so it's very important that we have the right thoughts right and and the right things doing the right things have a peaceful uh mind and and disposition at all times verse 31 whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker. Ooh. But whoever is kind to the needy honors God. So when you're kind to the needy, he said you are honoring God. Why? Because God loves people. And you put yourself in a bad place, contempt with God when you mess with his people. Well, they're not his people because they're uh, alcoholic or they're on drugs. Well, you were on something. If you're saved, he delivered you from something. So don't be so judgmental and help people out. If you if you're in position to help, help. If not, lead them to some help. If not, pray for them. So help will come. Verse 32. When calamity comes, the wicked are brought down. But even in death, the righteous seek refuge in God. Even in death, the righteous seek refuge in God, you know, and it may be your death. It may be somebody else's death that's close to you, but you find refuge in God. He is my strength. He is my banner. 
He is my real reward. He is my fortress. He's my everything. And so even when death is around and death is being displayed, I can have refuge in the God of my salvation. Verse 33, wisdom reposes in the heart of the discerning and even among fools, she lets herself be known. Wisdom does. Just wisdom will calm you. Wisdom will allow you to be able to handle things that you didn't know that you even had the capability of handling. Because it'll settle you. It'll settle you. Verse 34, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin condemns any people. So I want my, my nation to be exalted. I want to do the right things all the time so that my nation can be exalted. Verse 35, our last verse, a king's delight is in a wise servant, but a shameful servant arouses in his fury, makes him mad. <laughs> Don't make the king mad by the things that you do. Make the king glad. Make the king delight. Is the king delighting in your ways? If not, change your ways and allow him to delight in you. Be blessed. It's just Antoine with your daily living with Proverbs. And we'll see you at the top. Bye for now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.